Oh, boy. It is Friday, man. And I tell you, not a moment too soon. Tomorrow is Pro Motocross debut race of the season. Fox Raceway at Pala. Big 49 will be in the house. Myself, Moto Man, if I don't kill him before then, along with Jason from HYR and Bookie Kyle. I got to like it. There's uh, a trouble in 49 land, and, and Bookie Kyle has nothing to do with it. That's that's incredibly rare. Typically, uh, it's Kyle that I'm like, damn, Kyle, uh, kill, I'm push Kyle in the nuts. Now, today, it's Moto Man. Let me set this whole show up today. <laughs> so, it's in a Moto Minute, but here it is in a nutshell. They had press day out at uh, Pala Casino yesterday for all of the superstars of the pro motocross season that are out there. And they had the riders out there. And typically, a lot of times, this is a very official one where they have it. We typically would go out there on Fridays at the track side and walk around to the trucks and be like, hey, man, can anybody talk to us? But Big 49's now becoming a behemoth, and we're becoming very legitimate. And they welcomed us this year to the official, official press conference because Supercross has been doing it for a while. So they're like, all right, they're okay. So we've earned our way in. Well, guess what? It's on a Thursday. Thursday, I got very big stuff going on. I got business meetings, and I have real jobs I got to do, and I can't play radio with my friends on Thursday. I I just can't do it. So I tell Moto Man, we definitely don't want to snub the invitation. We're honored to be even invited. Go out there, bring the cameras, take some pictures so we have some stuff for the Instagram and the Facebooks, and we'll do some social posts and, and just, you know, plus it's good just to talk to the writers and let them see us and to continue to build our relationships with them. So th- th- that's what I, I instruct Moto Man to do. And he's like, uh, I don't know if you're aware of this, but when I tell Moto Man to do stuff, I typically get a middle finger. And, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but I'm the effing boss around here. And I typically get a middle finger from Moto Man for whatever I tell him to do. Hey, Moto, go do this. Yeah, it's like double middle fingers. So I got to use reverse psychology on Moto Man. Well, I didn't try reverse psychology yesterday. I just said, Moto Man, go out there, take some pictures, and send them. And then I'm not kidding. I started getting (laughs) clips from really, really, really big riders saying how much Stretch Show sucks. And don't get me wrong. I thought that was funny as hell. And then you get one. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to play this one here uh, right now I, I so imagine i'm hearing clips from from really big writers so i'm talking like adam Ple- uh, uh adam cincerillo aaron plessinger uh joe shimoda justin barsha like big big name writers and, and they're funny little clips and i'm like holy crap this mfers out there doing interviews god knows if our reputation is gone not that we had the greatest reputation before i don't know if you know me i talk a lot of smack about people so, I'm getting these, and I'm, I'm crapping myself. And then I'm at my job, and I look down at my phone, and I'm trying to keep track and see what's going on. I'm looking at the Instagram. And, and okay, listen to this. Here's a little clip on an Instagram post that I heard from Justin Barsha, and, and I just want you to know the fear that ran through my heart when I heard just this, because I go, oh, my God, he's talking about Moto Man. Listen to this. I'm out here at Paula for press day. Um always fun to be press day when you can't ride. <laughs> Answer a lot of awkward questions, but uh, oh. all good. Oh, part yeah. of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right there. Did you hear that? Did you hear what Justin Barsha said? Justin Barsha is an effing superstar who we love on the Big 49. We love that guy. And I and I see that post from him, and he's like, answer a lot of awkward questions. And I'm just like, oh, my God. Moto Man 
just did middle fingers to the world, a few stretch, and went on a tear at the press conference and started interviewing everyone he could talk to when I specifically said, hey, Moto, don't interview anybody. Take some pictures and load them up to the social medias and just, you know, we'll do what we can on Friday when I get out there and we're walking around to the trucks. We got relationships with people. They'll talk to us. Let's just do it then. Okay, boss. Yeah, that's what we got. That's what we got, middle fingers. And I hear that from Justin Barsha. And then a few minutes later on my phone, I get this. Hey, this is Dirk Diggler, and you're listening to the Big 49. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Moto, man. Suck. Yeah, at that point, so I didn't know if I wanted to cry or laugh or what. Because here's the weird thing. In the end, I'm an a-hole, and I have a sixth sense of humor. So I heard those. And, and I say it in, in Mono Minute today. I, I literally was like a parent. I was like, I want to really be mad at Moto Man for doing exactly what I told him not to do. But at the same time, I couldn't stop laughing at this crap. It was funny as hell. And there's there's more. But here's how we're going to do the show today. I'm not even making this up. Coming up next, we're, I have a great interview. Moto Man did a really good job. The idiot. If he's not fired, he'll be out there with me uh, again today, and then he'll be out there with us again on Saturday if he's not fired. And he, he's he got some interviews. So I got a Moto Man interview. And by the way, he we have a brand new guy that, that we're bringing around. And, uh, man, and, and the new guy was with him. He's teaching people the wrong way. I got to do something. He might just have to get punched in the nuts during the broadcast on Saturday. We got to figure this out, but... Anyway, Moto Man killed it. He, he did some great interviews. Coming up in moments, you will hear the Moto Man sit-down interview with Adam C. and Cirillo from the Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. And Adam's awesome, another rider that we really like. And we'll play that next. It's, it's, it's going to be Moto Man interview Palooza today, all against the wishes and direct orders of me. Yeah. <laughs> it sucks to be me sometimes. It's the Big 49. Brought to you by LBZ. I don't know what's going on, but I feel like Stretch is being punked. I feel like it's April Fool's and Stretch is not in on the joke. Because if you know me, you know that, well, my arch nemesis is Daniel Blair. He is the announcer for the Supercross and apparently was going to be the announcer for the Pro Motocross season. And I talk a lot of smack about him for no reason whatsoever other than he's a Cowboy fan. And then I see a post yesterday that he's walking away. He's no longer going to be a part of the Supercross broadcast team any longer, and he's going on to bigger and better things within the moto industry. I don't think he's going anywhere, but he says he is done with Feld Entertainment, and I'm like, what the hell? I'm getting punked. Stretch is getting punked. Something is going on. Daniel Blair, my arch nemesis, just walks away right before we're going to have a face-to-face confrontation at the outdoor season kickoff at Fox Raceway this weekend? I don't think so, Daniel Blair. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49, it is a Stretch show here on Motocross debut eve, if you will. And right now, I got to tell you what, the Stretch show has been hijacked by Moto Man after he went out to the media day at Pala yesterday at Pala Casino and under direct orders to just take pictures and load the social media he decided to go on a and by the way Moto's got radio chops don't get me wrong the guy knows what the hell he's doing on the air and off the air at a radio station but uh, uh, he's a bit of uh, can be a bit of a buffoon 
you know, like we all are here. And so I'm like, Moto, yeah, just don't do any interviews. Just, you know, take it easy. And I, I also, if I'm not there, he tends to misbehave more and, and, and things can get out of hand. So he goes ahead and goes full interview. And let me tell you, he did a damn good job. In the end, I'm very happy, but uh, very funny. I just hope that the writers and the teams thought we were funny and that Davey and everybody over at Pro Motocross thinks we were funny. That's what I was really worried about. So anyway, without further ado, here is Moto Man sitting down yesterday with Adam C. and Cirillo of the Pro Circuit Kawasaki team. Hey, Mitch Payton, how are you? Yeah, I don't really know this guy that did the interview, Mitch. He just had a Big 49 shirt on. Big 49 radio. <laughs> It's me, Moto Man. I am sitting here with Adam Cirillo, the man who wants to take my job. No, come on, man. No, you guys do I a great that, job. By the way, I loved that. I when I saw you and you were like, I want to do your job. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, you know, when you grow up doing one sport, trying to be good at one sport, you don't really have much time to figure out what else you're passionate about. So in this space, you know, I, I figured out that I like being interviewed. I like being in front of a camera. I, I seem to have a, a bit of a knack for kind of articulating my thoughts and I also have a lot of knowledge, a lot of inside knowledge of the sport that you kind of can't really teach just from experience. So I would like to continue to give back to this amazing sport in, um, in some type of media capacity, commentator capacity, um, post-career. Yeah, well it's funny because last week we were on the air doing our Supercross coverage and then our post-race coverage and one of the things after that you said that I said, you know it's kind of funny. The two riders that are in the 450 division right now who I think could take Weege's job and could take the job of, of running the show, so to speak, I even think Ricky Carmichael's job to some extent would be you and Cooper Webb because you both have a very, very good, well-rounded attitude. You're, you're, you know how to, to work with the media. You know how to, to do what we do. And yeah, so I am actually worried that you're going to take my job. No, I think, I mean, even for me, running, even the podcast is, is good practice for me in, in kind of having a, you know, you have, I'm used to getting interviewed and, and I can do that all day long, but kind of running a show and having structure with it is a completely different story. As you guys know, it's, it's pretty difficult. And what, what Jason does and um, what like Daniel Blair does, the, the color, um, Todd Harris, people don't, Lee Diffie, people don't really realize how how hard that is and how many things they're doing and you know it's kind of your job to get the best out of your the other guys as well so um, I to be, I don't think I have the skills at this very moment to do that job to the standard I'd like I'm gonna have to get better at it but I think I have the potential oh I, I definitely think you have it I definitely think you have it so does stretch by the way he's already uh, threatened to fire me no so, way yeah he's threatening to fire me when's that happening put, he wants to put Adam Cincerillo as the actual guy who runs big 49 radio no way yeah well, I'm out so you're good <laughs> Okay. All right. I'm just going to tell him that you wanted way too much money, and that's cool. Okay. I'm good with it. So what are you looking forward to for this season? Well, I'm very happy just to be here. I mean, it's been, uh, yeah, I mean, I've talked about it a lot. I've said the, the term the last couple of years quite a bit. It seems like the last month or so, but um, it has been a bit of a journey here with with being off the bike. And, you know, at, at some points, you know, the thoughts go through your head, like you're not sure you're ever going to get back to this level again and um, I kind of have some ongoing health issues with my hand as well which has been just crazy difficult the you know the past four years basically since I got on a 450 um, so I've tried to 
I've always, you know, I had a lot of expectations as, as, a, as a kid in the sport, and um, that does a lot of crazy things to you, even like as you go into adulthood. It's, um, so a lot of those things I've had to work on personally in order to get to a spot where I can be here and enjoy it and do the best that I can. Because it, at certain points, it just, it just wasn't fun anymore for me. I was so being so, so, you know, I was my toughest critic. And then you got everybody else on my ass as well. So I had to, I had to grow a lot personally. And I'm so thankful for, for the time and, and the place I am now because I am able to enjoy this beautiful sport that we have. And, um, you know, whether, you know, I'm not sure how much longer I'm racing. I'm definitely racing next year, but um, I know that each event I'll enjoy it. And that's the, that's the biggest thing for me is I, I found a new level of joy that, that I lost for a while. Okay. I noticed that this last, the last few races in Supercross that you were in, I noticed a vast amount of improvement. It, it was, it was almost like you were testing the water. You were going a little further, a little further, but you weren't overdoing it. Was that actually your game plan? Is that was that the focus of it? Not not to actually overdo it, but just to get to a point where you were really comfortable. Yeah, well, the last the last few years, I've you know I've have I've had some injuries, and it's because with this grip strength issue, it's hard to find the limit of you know we have to push the limit to be competitive, to be up front anyway. You have to try pretty hard, and to have that holding me back it's put me in a lot of difficult positions and this year I knew that my you know my goal is to race all the races and, and be here and, and make it all the way through so it's definitely in the beginning of the year I was more on the cautious side and then you kind of get you know I've kind of had to relearn how to ride the bike too and kind of gripping the bike in different areas and my riding style has changed and um, it's just kind of getting more comfortable with all that and yeah, at the end of the year, obviously, I know I'm aware of the situation where a lot of guys are hurt and you kind of have a chance to, to get up there. Um, and I think, you know, I was that kind of coincided with me feeling more comfortable. And, yeah, I was able to get up there, and it was, man, it was a great day. But you were definitely on our top five picks. So Yeah, I mean, even I think I rode a lot better. For me, I, I felt like I rode a lot better at Salt Lake than I rode at Denver even. You know, yeah, and, oh, yeah, that's and Justin, yeah, And I just put together a really – like complete main event and obviously my speed isn't there yet but um yeah i was like when justin hill passed me i'm like he's ripping like i i felt fine about my main event so yep yeah i had some good rides there at the end well thanks for coming by the big 49 today and thanks for hanging out with us there you go adam c cerillo with moto man and i can't be mad because this is a damn good interview good job moto man you little ginger freak i'm still gonna punch you in the nuts for disobeying orders but good interview we got more coming up still Aaron Plessinger, Justin Barsha, Joe Shimoda, all with Moto Man on the Big 49. Big, 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 big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Time to play a little game here. Imagine your stretch. You're a radio guy. It's pretty much the only thing you do really good in your entire life, and you have done it forever, and you've spent the last three years of that life building the world's only motocross rock and roll radio station and just honing relationships and getting the big riders and the big teams to be comfortable enough to sit down with you and trust you to interview their guys. Then they all come to town and there's a big media event and you can't go because you have a business meeting you have to attend. So you tell Moto Man, you say, Moto, take the camera, go out there, get some pictures so we have some stuff for Instagram, and uh, that'll be that. Don't do any interviews. Then about halfway through your damn meeting, you start getting dings on your phone, and you're getting sent audio clips like this. Hey, this is Adam Ciancerillo. 
Stretch is the worst morning show in motocross history. <laughs> okay, it's not all. Wait you hear what he got Justin Barsha to say. I don't know how this even happened. Hey, this is Dirk Diggler, and you're listening to the Big 49. <laughs> okay, I feel like a parent right now. I actually really want to be mad and tell Motorman he did bad, but I can't stop laughing because the crap is funny as hell. I'm, so- I'm sorry. This is horrible. This is horrible. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up. One hour from now. Hey, this is Adam Ciancerillo. Stretch is the worst morning show in motocross history. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. Love having you on the show today. By the way, great job, Moto Man. I, I'm, I'm dead serious. Very good job. I, I don't want. I want to fire you less right now than normal. So, very happy with that. Right now, let's get into a story before we get into our next interview. Because up next, the next segment, we're gonna get Moto Man. And Justin Barsha, what could go wrong? Yet, if you listened earlier in the show, you heard me playing a clip where Moto Man got him to call himself Dirk Diggler, because I don't know if you're aware of this, we talk a lot of smack on the 49, and we often joke about uh, Justin Barsha's tight pants and his massive schlong. So now Moto Man's got him saying this is Dirk Diggler. And I gotta admit, it was funny as hell, even though horrified. I'm horrified. Hopefully, TLD Gas Gas is still friends with us. Michael Mosman is our friend, like, we can't be messing up this relationship. By the way, shout out to Michael. Michael was out there too at the press conference. Very good. Michael and uh, Josh Mosman. So both racing this weekend. Can't wait for tomorrow, man. Let's get into it. But right now, I'm going to drop a little uh, what the Florida on the ass before we get into the Justin Barsha interview. And this is a great story. And this poor guy, imagine you're a dude. You're a large man. And you got this chick, and you're partying with her, and you guys go get a room in Florida. You do a little molly, little little ecstasy, get your party on. And then while you're in the room with this chick, all of a sudden, the bathroom window keeps opening. Click, 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 boom, click, click, boom. And they're like, hey, man, somebody is trying to break into the room. So they call the front desk, and they're like, somebody keeps trying to break into the room. Well, at some point, they're like, there's no one trying to break into your room. We've looked outside. We don't know what you're talking about. And then it escalates to, there's a ghost chasing us around. Not joking. So these two now are high out of their minds. They're at the, uh, in Volusia County, Daytona Beach, Florida. And they are now in jail because the ghost freaked them out so bad that they ran screaming fleeing from the hotel room and they ran across the street to a nearby business and started banging on the doors there. And apparently it doesn't say what the business is. It was across the street, but it was closed already. And it was a business where like the business is downstairs and the people live upstairs. And this dude is losing his effing mind is what he's doing. His name is Andrew George. And he is screaming and yelling and he is banging on the door and the business owners come downstairs and they're like what do you want and he's like we need help we need help we need help well they're high out of their minds on ecstasy and the chick is not having a bad trip she's fine and so this person's like well what can i do and then the lady says the second she opens the door to try to help them because they're screaming and yelling for help the dude charges her like a crazy man and she slams the door and then arms herself. And at that point's when they called 911. Now the 5-0's on the way. And the homeowners are arming themselves. You're in Florida, dude. You're lucky you're not dead or shot at this point. 
the police roll up and they're like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, we were across the street of the hotel and we've been getting chased by a ghost and it was in our hotel room and when we ran it chased us, this large shadow was chasing us around. And then the guy says, and then we're banging on the door over here asking for help. And when they came out, um, he said he was charging her and the only reason he didn't break down the door and the whole time he was trying to break down the door to get away from the ghost, the chick who wasn't tripping out so bad is trying to calm him down and saying, let's just go back to the room, calm down, calm down. And then at that point he says, God spoke to him and God said that she's a bad person. So the chick he's at the hotel room with that he's partying with is a bad person. And God told him, you shouldn't be hanging out with bad people. That's why this ghost is chasing you. And he said, right as he was gonna force his way through the door into the business, which is also a residence, that he heard children and he said he didn't want to scare the kids and bring the bad ghost into the house and scare the kids. So instead he is arrested for burglary and he's up on $20,000 bails. And by the way, the uh, chick, her name is Karuchi or Kachuri. That's her last name. His last name is George. Hers is Karuchi. And she also got arrested. They both got arrested. It doesn't say anything about drug charges. But here's what sucks though. He was on a $20,000 bond. She's only on a $5,000 bond. Yeah, no, it was drug offense. Burglary and drug offenses. So there you go. Don't get high. Don't get high. You see a ghost and a ghost starts chasing you when you're high. And then you run across the street for help from a ghost. I mean, you should have called the Ghostbusters, but here you are banging on the door, and when somebody comes down to help you, you scare the hell out of them, and then they call the police, and now you're in jail. You're high, in jail, no nookie for you in the hotel. You got a ghost in your hotel room you can't go back to. You got drugs, and now you're in jail. Moral of this story, stay the F out of Florida. That's the true moral of the story, but that is my what the Florida story of the day. Speaking of Florida, let's get into a man that lives in Florida. His name is Justin Barsha. And our moto man sat down with him yesterday at Media Day. No, he is not racing this weekend, but it's cool that he's out there. And by the way, looking really good in all the videos I can see. He's training, he's on the road bike, he's doing the mountain bike. Uh, said in the clip I played earlier, uh, he also said he had done push-ups that day. So a guy with a surgically repaired shoulder, ribs, everything is really looking good and should be back pretty soon. We'll talk about all that coming up in moments with Moto Man and Justin Barsha right here on the Big 49. Big, 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 big. The Big 49. Moto. Come in it. Brought to you by LBZ. All right, finally, the Pro Motocross season is here, and if you want to watch, it is on the Peacock. The pre-race show is going to be at 10 a.m. Pacific time, and the first race gate drop will be at 1 p.m. Now, if you're on your way to the races, just stream the Big 49 on your phone and then patch it through your car on your auxiliary or whatever you got to do so that you can rock out to all of the coverage you need of the Pro Motocross debut race because Big 49 is your home of Moto Rock Extreme. I am Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Hey, this is Dirk Diggler, and you're listening to the Big 49. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's funny as hell. Moto Man defying orders going out to uh, Paula Casino yesterday for Media Day, sitting down with some big riders. Barsha not racing tomorrow, but he was there for Media Day. And we dig that dude, man. He's just a good sport, and we have a lot of fun with Barsha. And it, 
just shows you somebody will do a drop like that for you. They're a good dude with a really good sense of humor. And let's hope they have a sense of humor because Moto Man did an unauthorized interview. And without my permission, I told him not to. I said, take some pictures, do some stuff on the social media post. Now he takes a new guy out there and is like, hey, this is how we do it. It's 49 style. And here it is, Moto Man and Justin Barsha on the Big 49. Big 49 Radio, it's me, Moto Man, out here with Justin Barsha. How are you doing, man? I am doing good. Good to be out here. Uh, the sun is coming out, which is nice. It's been very overcast here in Florida. Um, Florida. I feel like I'm in Florida still. That's cool, because uh, we have the little floaty things yeah, floating around. Yeah, it is like Florida weather yeah, here lately. Yeah, it's like Florida weather. It's a little nah, humid, nice and sunny. It is a little. Clouds um, come in, clouds come out. Yeah, this is my first week in California, hanging out with the team, catching up. I haven't seen anyone since Nashville, Supercross. So, uh, yeah, just been keeping busy, recovering, taking care of my shoulder, my collarbone, uh, healing up, and uh, unfortunately won't be back this weekend but everyone will see me here shortly hopefully uh, i'm going to ask you a question though yeah. that nobody else what? in moto media is going to ask good you. because i'm uh, i like uh, do you have questions. one of those special cards that says i have metal in my body when i go through a metal detector no and honestly my body never sets off the metal detector really for some reason like i i don't know why that is but i went i mean i have uh screws in my shoulder plate on my collarbone screws in my ankle and uh, knock knock on wood i don't set off the alarm oh my gosh i, I don't know like i've heard so many people go like oh do you have that like what you just said like i've never been asked that but i've been like they're like oh i set it off all the time i'm like yeah i mean yeah the plate in my hand like no i'm all good TSA, so TSA loves are you me. are you adding another sponsor on your on your jersey of like home depot or ace hardware or something all <laughs> well, the metal yeah <laughs> uh honestly i've been really uh healthy and lucky for injuries but yeah like be, that being said i do have a bit of metal in my body yeah um which is yeah i'd love shoot home depot let's go <laughs> <laughs> that would be sick. I'll take Home Depot, Lowe's, Ace Hardware. You, you guys, I'm, I'm your guy. I would be the best spokesman for um, any type of metal. Steel, I, steel aluminum, titanium. We'll I'm it. always impressed. I've been in, I've been involved in this sport my entire life. Uh, your teammates, one of my dearest, best friends in the world, Michael Moseman. Yes. And watching what you guys go through and just the sheer, you know, amazement of what you do, and yet you, you live through it, you make it through it, and then they put you together with hardware. I'm so surprised you're not setting off metal detectors. We're not setting off metal detectors and we come back stronger than we were when we we, <laughs> we, we were uninjured. So yeah, um, this sport's brutal. Um, it's part of it. We, well, did we know what we were signing up for when we started? No, not really, we were just kids and we just liked riding dirt bikes, but uh, you know, now we know. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, if you're scared, it's not the sport for you. So for me, I uh, always just come back, want to be better, be stronger, uh, minimize mistakes, and um, yep, we're not setting off TSA, so that's good. So my next question for you is: You are very acutely aware <laughs> that your uh, apparel is probably some of the tightest apparel on the track. Yes, and. This would have been what last year, NBC. You got a podium. Oh, there, yeah. You were number one. I mean, I know where you're going with uh -huh. this. Uh huh. And we nicknamed you a good nickname. Oh yeah. Yes, we call you Dirk Diggler. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, here's the story on the pants. I was a long time Alpine star, 
athlete. Oh, yeah. Still am an Alpine Star athlete with boots and protection wear. But um, I had, you know, pants straight out of Italy, custom fit. I like tight riding gear. Oh, I like, I'm impressed, well, dude. I like the way it fits. Um, switched to TLD, kind of showed them my pants, what I wanted. Um, and, like, obviously, it's not Italian brand. It's it's different. Yeah. Um, so the fit is different. I have tested numerous pants to try to get a little more crotch room. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just that's just the way they are. That's the best one. And if I have to have a tight, tight crotch and show off some sausage, it is what it is. <laughs> So, I mean, I, I mean, it was so funny because we were in the studio because yeah. we cover all the supercross races and all the outdoor <laughs> motocross races, right? And the NBC camera guy clearly did not have the right shot. What and a, so we guy. came in low, and it was like your perfect Led Zeppelin moment right yeah. there. You know, it's funny. And too. I said <laughs> on the air, I was like, Justin Barsh's mom has to be so proud right now. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it, it's funny, too, because some the different color pants, it shows uh, things different. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. But uh, yeah, we have lots of inside jokes at TLD about uh, podium oh. podium peen and all kinds of stuff. But, yeah, we like to show it off. I was, I was like, Dirk Diggler is my favorite That's rider amazing. right now. That's awesome. I, I love it. You just got to, you know, I just got to go with it and have fun with it and I, I love it. <laughs> it was awesome. I, I give you I give you props. Actually, could you read one more liner for me? Yeah. Hey, this is Dirk Diggler, and you're listening to the Big 49. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. Dirk Diggler. <laughs> hey, this is Dirk Diggler, and you're listening to the Big 49. <laughs> this is good. This is good. This that is was good. awesome. I love it. Well, Justin, it is awesome catching up with you. Absolutely. We, normally, here. when I run into you, you are completely in game face mode. Yeah. You are completely at the track. You're in focus mode. Yeah. And I know not to really approach you, even though I've known no, Michael cool. for a long time. And I'll see Michael, and I'll go, yeah. hey, Michael, what's up? And he's like, hey, what's up, Chuck? Uh, what's happening? But I've always wanted to like have a sit down one-on-one -on -one with you and cool. just kind of go over, you know, this yeah. whole experience I and love so it, thank you for coming by the big 49 thanks for hanging out and just thanks for being awesome no you guys are crushing it i love it these are some great questions brings out my personality a little bit and uh yeah we'll keep it up <laughs> nice thanks thanks you gotta love it justin Barsha with moto moto man's killing it he's absolutely killing it tell you what i'm gonna go to a drive-through story from hell coming out of ohio and a wendy's it's crazy. And then after that, we're going to get Moto Man back, this time with Aaron Plessinger. It's the Big 49 stretch show on a Friday. Big, big, big. big. The Big 49. Moto. Minute. Brought to you by LBZ. Shout out to the people at the World Supercross. They snagged Justin Hill. That dude is a solid rider, man, and he is a beast. Remember, Justin was once the 250 AMA Supercross champion. Now they've got him back on a Kawasaki riding for Bud Racing, and he's over in France right now getting his bike dialed in for the World Supercross. So congratulations to them, to Bud Racing, to Justin. We know how much that guy loves to ride. It's going to be fun to watch him race this summer in the World Supercross. I'm Stretch. Another Moto Minute brought to you by LBZ is coming up one hour from now. Big 49. It's a Stretch show on a Friday morning. Thank you for being here. We are heading out to Pala Raceway today. Look for some social media posts from the Big 49 as we get some pictures, see what's going on out there. Get our first look at the track that everyone will be racing on tomorrow. Then the 49 will be out there all day if you are heading to the races and you're back in the pits. Look for the big 49-10th. We will be back there. Myself, Moto Man, Jason, and, of course, Bookie Kyle, all in the house. So that, that is the plan. Right now, though, I'm going to take you guys to Ohio. 
Talk about somebody that was last in line there at the drive-thru. And, well, they got pissed because you know what happens. They went to the Wendy's. They ordered a chicken sandwich. And when they got it, there was no effing cheese on it. Oh, shut the front door. So that's what happened. Dominique Azell and Jelena Stewart are now facing robbery charges after they... So they go to the drive-thru, they order their chicken sandwich, and they say, with cheese or without? And they say, with cheese. And then they say, uh, when they got it, and they did not have cheese on their crispy chicken sandwich, that they returned to the restaurant very angrily to confront the employees. And then without provocation, she just grabbed two Frosties from the counter and she threw them at the employee and knocked them through several other items off the register. Including the cookie display. Oh, hell no, you didn't. Don't touch the cookie display. Which she says when she threw the cookie display, this is all because there was no cheese on her sandwich. You know how easy it is to say, hey, could you put cheese on this? I asked for cheese. They'd say, hold on one moment, please. And they'd send it to the back and they'd put cheese on it and bring it back to you. But instead, she went in, started throwing crap and freaking out. They say when she threw the cookie display, she hit and injured a pregnant female employee at the Wendy's there. And Stuart was carrying, these are two women, by the way, just so you know, both the women, Stuart and Azelle, Dominique and Jelena, these are ladies. And Stuart, the whole time, was carrying a child, a little kid, a little toddler. So shortly after, uh, Dominique came in and began throwing items as well as damaging a sales register, Employees were able to remove the two suspects and were taking photos of them in the vehicle when apparently Stewart, who had the baby in her hand, turned around and said, oh, no, you didn't. And she grabbed the phone as well as an employee's hair and pulled that employee to the ground in order to steal her phone. The phone was retrieved by another employee before the two suspects drove off, but not before uh, Dominique returned the chicken sandwich without cheese by throwing it into the door before they could close it. There you go. They're arrested for theft. You, you, you take someone's cell phone, and that's a, at that point, grand theft, because that's most of the time over $1,000. 900 is the cutoff for misdemeanor and felony. Grand theft. So over $900. That's why they say when you uh, are a worthless piece of crap and you go to Target or the Dollar General Store, like I told you about yesterday, you just take less than $900 worth of stuff and no harm, no foul, no prosecution, no nothing. I have a feeling these ladies, though, there's some assault and battery going on here. Probably endangering the welfare of a child, uh, hitting the pregnant lady. There's a lot here on this one. be interesting to see what all charges these ladies get. All right, coming up next, let's get back to the Moto Man show. That is Moto Man putting it down like a G. Now he's going to talk to Aaron Plessinger. Wonder if anything could go wrong there. AP and the Moto Man coming up next. Getting ready for Motocross season debut tomorrow. And we'll hear what they got to say. Coming up on the 49. Big 49. It is a stretch show here on a Friday morning. Moto Man was out getting it done yesterday. Out in God's country. He was out at Pala. Sitting at the casino talking to some of the superstars of motocross, even though he was told very specifically by his boss, hey, don't do any interviews. 
Squad Tech, take some pictures, load up the social media, get ready. We'll do interviews on Friday when we get out to the track. No, no, no. Not our Moto Man. Moto Man says, oh, no, I got this. F you stretch, double middle fingers to the world. Uh, he tracked down a couple guys so far. I'm not going to lie. Moto Man has not disappointed. These have been solid interviews. And right now I'm playing Blake Shelton, and that can only mean one dude on the entire circuit of pro motocross. That is a guy that rides a Red Bull KTM. Got a flowing mullet. Got a mustache from hell. His name is Aaron Plessinger. Here is Moto Man in AP. Bring it, Moto Man. It's the Big 49. Big 49 Radio. It's me, Moto. I'm here. I'm sitting here with Aaron Plessinger, the cowboy himself. I'm actually in awe of you to some extent because out of everybody who comes out at Supercross, when they do the parade lap and everybody comes out and they they play a song for everyone, <laughs> you get Blake Shelton and the crowd goes. Nuts. How does that feel to be so admired by so many people? I mean, you're a fan favorite beyond. Like in our hearts, when when you were like literally getting the win for most of the race, <laughs> and all of a sudden it went, all of our hearts went. I mean, we <laughs> yeah. were with you the whole time. Like you definitely carried our hearts through that entire race. I mean how does it make you feel knowing that so many people believe in you and like literally just they're they're in team ap man yeah man it's it's awesome and i i feel the love every time i go out on the track or i see the fans um it is awesome and it's it's what i've dreamed of um since i was a little kid and um my parents always taught me to be you know humble and and uh always be happy and always keep a smile on my face and uh that's what i've tried to do and they, I mean, the fans, I mean, they react to that so, so well. And oh, I, it's a, I would have to say it's, it's, it's a really close one and two between you and Malcolm Stewart. <laughs> and when it comes to the fans are concerned, like when you watch the fan reactions, when you get good pole placement, when you get a good spot in the line, it's unbelievable. The energy in the crowd. And we're, our heart is with you 100%. We're like, go AP, come on, man. Come on, you can do it. You know? And, and so I just, as a fan, I wanted to reiterate that to you, letting you know that for you, you're really held in a very high esteem, you know, especially, you know, going through and moving teams. And, and you've always been a, a good, strong player in the pack. Mm. But it's, it's your attitude. It's your perception. It's who you are. It's your character. Everybody just loves that about you. Yeah, yeah, thank you, and I appreciate that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's just the way me and me and Malcolm we we engage with the fans, yep. and and we kind of incorporate them a lot. And um, I don't know. I just. Uh, I think we're both happy, go lucky dudes, and and just just having fun. And I I feel like every every fan can feel that. And and when when they have these you know serious guys they they can't really relate to them as well and and uh, i like to be relatable so oh, by the way <laughs> talk about relatable your video that you did with roger DeCoster when you <laughs> moved over to ktm probably one of the funniest most relatable pieces of material i've ever seen in my life i was like that is funny that is funny monster truck coming out ah! oh it was badass yeah man that was a, that was a good time and uh i don't even know that wasn't even my idea. It was it was these guys' idea, and, and just just getting to come in like that was was so cool. And um, yeah, they've they've 
they've welcomed me with open arms and, and I've felt the love the whole time I've been here and, and luckily lucky enough I uh, I get to stay on with these guys another year and um, yeah hopefully we can have some more fun like that that is awesome there you go Motorman just cut me off right there I don't know what happened Motorman gets like yeah I'm talking AP and I don't know if he turned the button off it could have been could have been Motorman could have just like I'm killing it F stretch I'm the new uh, voice of the big 49 he might just shut the interview off I don't know what he did but by the way, good stuff. AP is a fan favorite. We appreciate the hell out of him. I'm glad Motoman took it easy. Do you know, son, AP? You know why? He's afraid of Roger DeCoster. You don't want to piss off the evil emperor. No, no, no. You do not. You do not. So he, he walked a fine line there. I noticed, too. He stayed away from my people. My BFF, Cooper Webb. He didn't go near Cooper Webb. And Kenny wasn't there. Kenny would not have talked to Motoman. Because I don't blame him. I wouldn't have talked to Motoman if I was there either. I'd be a privateer going, yeah, sorry, not talking to you. Keep walking. <laughs> Shout out to AP. Thank you for taking the time, man. We appreciate the hell out of you. And uh, best of luck to you this year. All right, let's get into a, another great story. And then after that, I will do one more Moto interview today. And that uh, other Moto interview will be Joe Shimoda. But before that, we're going to talk about a man. Well, he broke his penis. It's one of those stories. You're going to grab your nuts. It's the big 49. Big 49. Right now, it is time to get more. Uh, it's, it's a cringer. I'm going to give you a cringer. One of those stories. Friday edition of the Stretch Show featuring a very strong dose of the Moto Man today. So far, Moto Man has been solid gold on the Moto interviews. Can't even fire him. It pisses me off. I wanted to fire I was like, oh, now I got him. I got him. I got him. He's out of here. And he did a good job. Now I'm like, damn it. That's good. Like, remember, I will call it like it is. Even if you're like Poopy Pants, if, if Poopy Pants president did something good, I'd be like, hey, man, Poopy Pants did something good. It's a freaking miracle. I'd shout him out. But he doesn't. That doesn't ever happen. Uh, right now, though, Moto Man is killing it and probably pooping his pants, too, just because he's so happy. Let's get into this guy. This guy's not happy. This guy got a broken got a broken boner is what he's got. Got a limp, limp, limp thing. Going to go to Tanzania. Where a man was just plowing it down with his girl. He just a pow, 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 pow. They say he was in the most dangerous position in the world. That is female on top. Because females got no idea what they're doing with the penis. And they're, they're riding that thing like it's like uh, four foot long. Like it doesn't have the potential of slipping out. You know what happens? They're like, bah, 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 bah. And then it comes out. And then when they think it's going to go right back in, it doesn't. It misses. It, it doesn't get the alignment quite right. And then they said they heard a loud snap, snap, snap. Not one, but two, but three. Snap, snap, snap. You know what that means? That means fractured penis time right there. They say the loud snap occurred when the penis slipped out, lost its way, and struck the woman on the side during the attempted uh, rapid reinsertion process. And it snapped. His penis no longer erect, swollen, painful, and bloody. By the way, it's a triple fracture, by the way. The penis was broken in three places. Now, the boner doesn't actually have a bone. We all know that. It is a massive tendon. But when it is bent at a hard angle, when it is absolutely uh, in a hard situation, it will snap. And then you got problems. Uh, it, it snapped along the tunica albagata, or whatever the hell it is. They say, which is a pair of erectile tissues uh, known as the... Corpora cavernosa. Here's the worst part. 
it broke in three different places of names that I cannot pronounce, obviously, because I'm a dumbass. And it sustained a partial tear through the urethra. Now, that's the old P-tube. That's how bad it was broken. It snapped so hard, it ripped the P-tube. And they say, when he went to the hospital, because he had to go to the hospital, because his penis was destroyed by this evil woman, thinking she was just taking it out for a good time. It's kind of like when a woman grabs your penis and, and it's like, hey, 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 it's not a gear shift, man. Take it easy. Sensitive piece of equipment right there. And they're like, woo You're like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gave me a rug burn. Yeah, just calm down. Slow your roll, partner. That's what you're telling him. Anyway, you've never seen a penis before. So this guy's getting plowed by his girl. He's laying down and she's just riding him for all he's worth. And then she comes off and just slams her big old booty back down on that Tanzanian penis and just snaps it in three places and tears the urethra. Jeez. Everyone's had that happen to some degree to where it's, it's come out during uh, during a slam slam session and it didn't go back in properly. They say cases of this used to be rare, but they're becoming more and more common since about 2014. A 38% increase in broken boner syndrome. And they say this one went down, and a lot of that's because of Viagra, so you got older people that have no business having sex anymore, and they're plowing it down, and they're plowing it down so hard that they're also breaking their schlongs. Imagine you're an old guy and you break your, you're like, oh man, I haven't had a boner in 37 years. You get some Viagra, you're putting it down, you break your penis, fractured penis, done. That's no, you can't fix that Justin Barsha style. You can't go in there and just get like some hardware put in it and be like, all right, you're good as new. No, that's not what happens. You got a broken penis after that. They say it turns into uh, what they call the eggplant. It gets all swollen and bruised and like lumpy say almost always the fractured penis is accompanied by snapping or crackling sounds, bleeding, an immediate loss of the erection with sharp pain. The injured penis looks swollen and purple with a severe bruise, which often looks like an eggplant deformity. They say most men, though, don't even seek medical treatment. They say they don't know how common it is because men are embarrassed and they don't go in. This guy had to have surgery and he had it done within 21 days and then he went back to the clinic oh yeah and by the way uh 21 days he had to wear a catheter in the pee hole after the surgery they say he is now cleared after six weeks and he is reported to have resumed his sexual life with no difficulties and his penis does not look like an eggplant but it's totally fine see you there you go come out the other side of that you break your boner you can still come out the other side. Going to be a slow, painful process, though. That rehab's something. They're like, you can do it. You can do it. Screw trying to get back on the motorcycle after an injury. You're trying to get back on the pone after an injury. Oh, Lord. All right, up next, we got one more interview up our sleeve. Actually, two for the show. We're going to run Joe Shimoda next with Moto Man. God, I hope he's nice to Joe Shimoda. That's the nicest kids in, in the industry. And then uh, after... Joe Shimoda, we will rerun the AP interview in the final hour of the stretch show as we get out of here. There you go. Happy Friday. It's the Big 4-9. The Man Urge. Demon Report! 
even though NBA player John Morant has some issues with the NBA. Like, you know, he has this tendency to flash guns on social media and the league doesn't really like it. Nike doesn't seem to have a problem with it as even though he's suspended by the league right now for yet again flashing a gun in a video, they released his new sneakers and they sold out in minutes. I think they probably sold out because people are like, these are going to be collector's editions because this idiot's going to get fired from the NBA. But hey, what do I know? After the news spread throughout the music industry yesterday of the passing of Tina Turner, all kinds of celebrities and musicians were lining up to pay their respects, making songs, saying how great, what an icon she was. Hell, rapper Lizzo even ate an entire box of Twinkies and some ice cream to show how upset she was. And finally, speaking of idiots and shoe deals that aren't with Nike, Kyrie Irving says he's got a new shoe deal in place, and pretty soon you'll be able to snatch up his crazy new sneakers. Because he's crazy. Like crazy like Kanye West crazy. The Man Entertainment with Stretch. Big 49, it is a Stretch Show. Now it is time to talk to my, my, my Shimoda. That's right, Joe Shimoda was out at Media Day yesterday. Pala Casino, Moto Man was out there. He had strict orders from his boss. Hey, don't do any interviews. Just take some pictures. We'll do interviews on Friday when I get out there. Okay. Now he's talked to everybody. So far, so good. He hasn't had a bad one yet. He's done some stuff that I probably wouldn't have done, but doesn't mean it's wrong. I gotta give it to him. It's pretty damn funny. Got Adam Cicerillo talking smack about me. Got Justin Barsha calling himself Dirk Diggler. You can't go wrong with these. So let's see what he can dig up with probably the nicest kid in the entire sport of motocross from that Pro Circuit Kawasaki team, Joe Shimoda. A kid we're going to get to see all of, hopefully, for, through the outdoor. Injury kind of held him back through the Supercross season. But here he is, out at Pala Casino, getting ready for round one of the pro motocross season. It is the Moto Man and Mr. Joe Shimoda on a Big 4-9. Big 49 Radio, it's me, Moto Man. And I am with my, probably, I'm going to have to say my second favorite 250 rider of all time because my dear friend Derek Kelly is my number one. He's always on my picks. But Joe Shimoda, I'm going to have to give you in the number two category, but you could earn number one if we talk dogs. Is that cool? That's cool. All right, let's talk dogs. So I'm a Rottweiler guy. I've had Rottweilers in my life for 30 years. I love them to death. What is your favorite dog? Uh, So I have to explain this. Uh, I, I actually have a Doberman Pinscher as a family dog. They're awesome dogs, aren't they? But yeah, they're actually, they're aggressive. Uh, they look cool. And, uh, but I have to tell you this, dude. I, uh, I want to get a dog here. Okay. Thinking about a Pomeranian. A Pomeranian. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. A just, little, a little like, like peace dog. Yeah, exactly. Just because, um, I like little dogs. Okay. So it doesn't look like an animal, more like a pet. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Well, little dogs also have that sidekick character sometimes. Yeah. They can develop that whole like, hey, it's me and my dad. We're hanging out. We're like buddies, you know? We just want to party together. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's why the little dogs are awesome. Like kind of like cuddle with them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do, do you train dogs? You you have the you, you sit down and spend the time to train them, or do you just kind of mm. let the dog figure it out? Yeah, let the dog figure it out. Okay, they're, I think they're smart enough. All right, 
It, it's interesting. We were talking earlier about dogs, and I said that I had a Rottweiler. I had a 130-pound Rottweiler, and his favorite things in the world were ball. He ball? loved to play ball. Yeah. He loved taquitos. He loved Mexican food. And his favorite garnishment was guacamole. And I've got a picture. I'll show you my phone. But he's got a, I got a picture where my dog ate the guacamole. And as he was licking it up, <laughs> it was going all over his back. And he's got little guacamole dots all on his back as he's standing there, you know, looking at me like, what's the matter, Dad? I, I just like guacamole. And so I'm a big dog lover. And so when I heard you love dogs and you had dogs, I was like, and you said you had a Doberman. I was like, okay, this, this puts Joe Shimoda way up on my list right now. So, you know, I... I have to show you this. I even have a ta- like tattooed on. on you have my a tattoo arm of your dog for my dog. Oh, that is cool. That is so cool. So yeah, that's Th- how much I love it. That I, I'm with you 150. percent So I'm gonna ask you some questions inside motocross questions because one of the things I wanted to talk to you about was when you came into the 250s, you were kind of I would say I want to I would say soft and meek, but you weren't as aggressive. And later on in the years, your 250 riding has just improved so much. And you were, I mean, just most valuable rider, in my opinion. I mean, when we were doing our picks for 2021, I had Joe Shimoda as MVP for 250s. Now, what was that experience like for you? Um, for sure, like you said, like beginning of my pro career, I, I was not like the flashy, sandy kind of person. Yep. Um, I feel like... I grow in last last three years for sure. Okay. Like just little by little, nothing nothing crazy. And uh, in here I'm I'm, I'm just uh, I mean still just trying to trying to better myself each weekend. And and as an athlete, you never like stop these things, you know. Just keep moving and and the results gonna come. So uh, I believe that. And, and you know. I mean, in all sincerity, with Outdoor being now here and this weekend, I'm going to have to say you're going to be my number one, number two pick today for Outdoor. And I'm, I'm being serious. I'm not trying to blow the sunshine up your ass. I'm just telling you the truth. It, you have improved that much. Mm-hmm. Your, your riding capability and your style and, and everything about you and your aggressiveness. Um, you're always a fan favorite to be up there number one, number two, number three in the pack. So that's that's got to be some level of accolade to you. You got to be able to feel that pressure, but also feel a little bit of that, you know, kind of. You've earned it. You've made it there. Yeah, for sure. Um, rather, rather, you know, not talk about it too much. Okay. And show it in writing, but uh, it is important to believe yourself. Yeah. And I, I think I can do it. You know. Um, but again, I just have to be really focused. How much of it's physical and how much of it's mental? Uh, both 50-50. Like, okay. both of them has to be good. Okay. Like, I think, especially outdoors, longer motos, uh, you can't lack on these things. So, um, otherwise, you'll be behind. So. Yep. So, yeah, just uh, yeah, perf- bringing your, your potential every weekend, and that's the most important thing. Well, thank you for coming by. Bam, and there you go. Moto Man is done with Joe Shimoda. Shout out to Joe Shimoda, Pro Circuit Kawasaki. Got two riders on there. If you missed the first one, that was Adam C. and Cirillo, and we will touch base with him next. It is the Friday edition, the uh, 
Pro Motocross Eve kickoff, if you will, edition of the Stretch Show. And we're doing this today, and then tomorrow we will be live broadcasting from Fox Raceway at Pala all damn day. We'll be out there from sun up to sundown, and we will fire up this thing called a big old screaming radio station and give you some rock and roll and some moto. Thanks for listening. Up next, final hour of the Stretch Show for Friday on the Big 49. Big 49, it is a stretch show. Time to put a fork in this biatch. I am already in the San Diego County. I am already on the track as we speak. I am out of here with the knucklehead known as the Moto Man. If you see a little ginger dude walking around with a Big 49 shirt on and he's holding his nuts, he did not get lucky last night and accidentally break his penis while pounding it out with his girlfriend. No, he got punched in the nuts by stretch. Oh, bastard. That's what happened. That means he either tried to hide the ghost energy from Stretch, or he did a bunch of radio interviews that Stretch told him not to do without permission. And he got punched in the nuts. That's why it happened. Even though I have a feeling Moto Man's no dummy. Moto Man is a, is a smart little uh, uh, MF-er. Little internal edit there. He, he's going to probably have one like a steel cup gonna be like iron balls mckinney or something i'll punch him and break my hand gotta watch that sneaky little sneak all right shout out to everybody that got on the show though today we appreciate it man we appreciate the love we appreciate uh the people out at uh, pro motocross for letting us come out giving us access to all those riders and letting us come out and broadcast on race day it's gonna be a good time tomorrow man we are gonna crank the rock and roll we are gonna crank the fun and stupidness and we'll have the whole crew this time. They, they, I, I always worry when we have the whole crew out because it's like, all right, we're up on the tightrope and there is no net. Let's go. On the radio, I, I, I can control it a little better when we're in the studio. But when we're not in the studio, it's like, oh, boy. See what happens. Flying without a net, we're going to do it tomorrow. Shout out to Mr. Adam C. and Cirillo. Shout out to Mr. Justin Barsha. Shout out to Aaron Plessinger and shout out to Joe Shimoda. Not only them, but their teams. And I know they all have handlers and people that are cool enough to let them talk to us and get that we're a bunch of morons. We're not, you can tell by the questions Moto asked. We're not like the regular Moto media. We're knucklehead radio morons that just love the sport and want to have fun. And we really greatly enjoy all of those riders that we got to talk to on the show today. So thank you to you guys. Thank you to Moto Man, actually. Great job, Moto Man. I will not punch you in the nuts for at least six hours tomorrow. I'm going to set my watch, though. It's six hours and one minute. I may chop you down. God's going to cut you down. Johnny Cash song? Yeah. Stretch going to cut you down tomorrow. Plan on it. All right, everybody. We will see you at Pala at Fox Raceway. The whole crew tomorrow morning. Listen right here in the Big 49. Until then, God bless you all, and God bless the United States of America.